Hello, welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. My name is Dave Taylor, and um, man, oh man, um, we're, we're going to get to the releases uh, in just a moment. Welcome to another episode, by the way. And uh, you can always reach out to us many different ways. So we're uh, the Foxes, 106.9 The Fox, and FM99. It's only wrestling podcast. So you can find us at 1069thefox.com and FM99.com on the websites, on the social media, ESPR99 on Facebook and on Twitter is where you can find us. And always appreciate uh, the responses and uh, especially the uh, stories uh, we post on Facebook. And man, uh, it's been a busy. 24 hours in the world of the uh, WWE, and I wish it was uh, for good news. Definitely a, a tough day for wrestling fans. So uh, other ways you can reach us, if you're listening on SoundCloud, that is great. Or maybe it's Stitcher, maybe it's iTunes, maybe it's TuneIn, or maybe you're finding us on the website. So uh, many different ways you can find us. Uh, we, we like the five-star reviews. If you can do that, that would be great. Share it with your friends if you got some wrestling buddies as we get into various topics on wrestling. And uh, man, oh man, the uh, topic today, we're just uh, going to go into this, is the WWE, uh, because of uh, COVID-19, released a uh, bunch of wrestlers and trainers, and it's uh, quite the list we'll go through. And um, some names more surprising than others. You know, years ago, before... I mean, it's, it's been, I don't know how many years it's been, but I would say like in the uh, like early 2000s, especially when, uh, you know, WCW was gone, it was like always after WrestleMania that there'd be a lot of cuts. Like you would just expect it to be this day and, and a bunch of guys would just be let go. And, you know, you just kind of like wait. And then like, you know, a few names would come out and then a few more would come out. You know, nowadays of the internet, you know, that news comes out immediately. You know, back in the day, you just didn't know. It's like, oh, somebody's just gone and... That was the case. And then uh, in the 2000s, it's like, okay, it's like you do like there's a day after WrestleMania where once things got settled in that they they cut a bunch of guys. And, and guys that you usually are cut, I mean, there's like some frustrating ones. And, I mean, it sucks that they all lost their job. Let me just point that out right now. It's, it's it's you know, that that's the hard part because there's a lot of people, you know, th- this is their dream. This is something they worked for. And... And then you get taken out from you. I mean, hopefully, you know, over time, they can maybe end up in AEW uh, somewhere once uh, once we get back to some normalcy, which I don't know when that's going to be in the world of wrestling. Which makes it tough because uh, WWE didn't have WrestleMania this year. They didn't have the big gate that uh, brings them millions of dollars, you know, not just in the ticket sales, but also, you know, all the access stuff, all the upsells, all the merchandise that they sell. None of that this year. So that affected the bottom line, and a lot of guys got cut. Now, like I said, it's terrible that everybody lost their job. Um, and there's some names on this list that kind of surprised me for one reason or another. We'll, we'll go through them. And, you know, some of the people get cut. It's one of those things like, well, we didn't have anything for you. And, you know, because the way things are right now, you know, yeah, it's still a three-hour show. You know, there's no pre-show matches. You know, maybe they're doing something for the main event. Unless that's just a recap show. If anybody watches that, let me know. <laughs> um, you know, they don't need everybody, which is terrible. So you, you're paying all these guys that, uh, that you know, you don't, 
you know, that you don't need around for whatever reason. And um, some of these guys um, on this list, I'm going to go through the producers first and the employees. And now some have been furloughed. Um, I'm not sure who, um, but I think it's probably the guys that weren't mentioned in the WWE article. So we know Kurt Angle is gone. Uh, Aiden English, who was doing 205 Live, is gone. Um, you know, it's a shame for him. And I'll get to him in a little bit when we get to Rusev. Uh, you know, I always enjoyed him. Lance Storm, who just came back, like, in the last, like, two months, he's gone. Uh, Shane Helms is working backstage. Uh, he's gone. Sarah Stock, Scarred Armstrong, uh, Billy Kidman. And some of these guys, like, have been producers. And when there's no, you know, some of these guys were the ones that, when WWE was on the road, they would be the ones that would, you know, work the house shows and stuff. And, you know, they would, you know, report back or whatever, or, you know, kind of like what Arn Anderson did before he lost his job a couple years ago. Um, so Finley's gone. Pat Buck, Sean Devari, Mike Rotunda. And, um, of course, uh, his son is uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, Andrea Listenberger is a writer. And Jerry Soto, the Spanish language announcer. So they're like producers or, or some of the staff uh, that are gone or, or temporarily furrowed, fur, uh, furloughed. Um, I don't know how long that will be. But we shall see uh, how that goes. Um, on the other end, some of the other names. This includes um, some from the NXT Performance Center. And some people that, um, names you're going to know are, are people we like recently saw, like Dion Perrazzo, who uh, we saw. She fought Nia Jax last week on Raw. And, uh, and she's been on Raw a few times, you know, usually on the losing end. But uh, she is gone. Uh, Alexander Jaksik uh, is gone. MJ Jenkins is also gone as well. And a couple of coaches. One of these is really going to ring a bell. But Ace Steel is gone. Kendall Cashin. And Serena Deeb is gone. And Serena, who I was surprised that she was a coach because to me she's like, like you know, can still be wrestling. And I think she was like one of the May Young tournament. Um, she was the uh, you know the girl from the Straight Edge Society, who shaved her head and uh, you know and then was gone uh, not too long after that unfortunately. But you know she had a long history with the WWE. She was gone. I didn't ever think she came back. You know she came back to the tournament. She was a coach and uh, now she's gone again. So hopefully uh, some of these people who aren't furloughed. Uh, will end up somewhere on their feet. Now for the wrestlers that are gone, and we'll run through the list here. And like, you know, when WWE makes, like I said, make cuts, like back in the day, you know, be some names on our list, you're like, oh, like the old joke was, oh, JTG still works, you know, for the WWE. In fact, there is a, a website that you can go to that just uh, asked if he, uh, you know, if he still worked for the WWE. And then for years it was like, yes, he still does. And then, and then when he got let go, it's like, you know, he was let go in the state and that, that website no longer exists. But uh, <laughs> that's all that website was. So uh, JTG, by the way, um, I'll get his reaction because he did post something on uh, Twitter. Uh, a little bit of humor on his end. Uh, you know, is it appropriate? I, you know, it's it is what it is. You got to, I guess, put things in perspective. So let's go through the uh, the rosters cuts, the main roster cuts for WWE. And uh, so there's some like some some names on that list. That's it's a little tough. Drake Maverick, who uh, you know was part of uh, 
NXT and yeah, 205 Live, and you know he managed the AOP briefly uh, and peed his pants. But uh, he was going to be in the uh, in the uh, the cruiserweight tournament, and uh, obviously that that's not happening. He released a, a very emotional video yesterday after he was let go, and um, you know he's a guy that uh, as much as you may not like the twenty four seven championship. He was a guy that that belt, I think, <laughs> I will say, like, helped him. But I, I think it helped him because he had a lot of ideas for how to, you know, present himself on television. You know, look like a fool and everything and, you know, you know, getting married and then, you know, this having his, his honeymoon completely ruined by our truth and stuff. So, you know, he, he became a comedy guy, but, you know, he was... A guy that loved the business a lot, and uh, and he is gone right now. So that one kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, another one was uh, you got the uh, tag team of uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, and and I guess this is the situation now. I mean, these guys haven't really had a storyline lately, you know, not since like last year's WrestleMania. I mean, we did see them like in a closing segment of Raw when Beth Phoenix got an RKO from Randy Orton. But, you know, we, we never, you know, like like they never followed up on that angle with those guys, like maybe going after Orton or doing something else. And, you know, they weren't featured in the WrestleMania in any way. And, uh, you know, they both had a long history with the company. Zach a lot longer than Kurt because Kurt was gone for a while before he came back and did the interesting facts thing, which uh, it was what it was. But, um, you know, as a tag team, I mean, you know, they were – all right to watch, but they became like jobbers to the stars, unfortunately. Um, but they are out right now. Uh, by the way, Zach Ryder uh, tweeting as the industry's uh, been reacting to this. And uh, he had a, it's a, a painting of a picture of him and his dad at WrestleMania when he uh, won the ladder match. And he says, The only thing I wanted to do in life was wrestle. I'm grateful I spent 14 years living my dream in WWE. Thanks to my fans and everyone who believed in me. As I was getting released, I was looking at this photo and smiling, which the picture uh, painting of him and his dad said, I'm always ready and beyond and excited for the future. Hashtag not there. All right, well, we will uh, see what happens uh, to him down the road. Uh, you know, you got to wonder if some of these guys holding up in AEW. Also on the list, and these guys, probably AEW bound. Uh, this one kind of surprised me because we did see them at WrestleMania. Carl Anderson... Luke Gallows, and um, they they have been released, which is a shame. And uh, the long history, you know, Luke has had with uh, Festus, and then you know the whole the straight edge society. So he's out. Carl Anderson. I, I never felt like those guys got their due in the WWE. Yeah, they did win some gold, but um, but it was just not. Uh, I don't know. It was just something was different with those guys. And um, they were enjoyable to watch. I, I like their style, and and uh, we'll see what happens to them. Uh, Heath Slater, who was uh, with the company, man, you think about this since the early NXT days, and of course with Nexus and the Core and you know, that silliness and three man band. You know, um, <laughs> he was there the longest of the guys between you know, between Drew and Jinder Mahal. Um, but he Slater is gone. Um, you know, of course, some of you joke that he has kids or whatever. I, a guy that I never felt like 
they completely tapped into his potential. I mean, they kind of made him a comedy guy, you know, but they kind of made it, you know, when he teamed up with Ryder and the tag team championship, like that was really cool stuff. And then, um, you know, you just see him getting squashed on TV every once in a while. That's that's what he became. Uh, Eric Young, which, you know, you kind of forget that he's still there. Uh, which is a shame. Um, remember Sanity? Remember Sanity was, was <laughs> like so much promise with Sanity and that uh, that didn't work out. EC3. Um, never should have left NXT. I never understood that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. But see, some of these guys on this list, and I'm not, this is not a knock on his character, but they didn't have anything for him. They brought him up, and then they, uh, and then <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing for the guy. And then you have um, Leo Rush on the list, and um, you know it's weird because Leo commented a couple years ago when Emma got let go, it kind of ticked off a lot of people. So I don't know if Emma's commented yet. But uh, Leo tweeting, sad day for a lot of us, uh, but please do me the biggest favor in the world. Tweet a photo of me and you or a moment that made you become a fan of me. Use the hashtag. Love for Leo. So Leo is gone. And I have not seen a comment from him on that, but I'll have to look that up. Uh, Also uh, going on the list as well, Eric Rowan. Uh... You know, this is a guy that, um, you think about this a year ago, was doing all this stuff with Daniel Bryan and had this great run. I, the injuries kind of cost him at times with, um, you know, he was teaming up with Luke Harper and, and Bray Wyatt and and everything. Anyway, but then he had this thing with with Daniel Bryan, and it was great. And then that ended, and then they didn't have anything for him for that stupid spider gimmick, which was just bizarre. Really, really odd. And just... Uh, you know, it's a, it's a shame because the guy, the guy, the guy improved so much over the last couple of years. But I, I think it's a case they didn't have anything for him. And like I said, it's a case I think a lot of these guys. Well, it's like, well, you know, we're, our show's going to be different, and uh, you know, I think this is going to impact a lot of things going forward because who knows when we're going to have house shows again? It's going to be a long time. But gone on the list. Uh, Sarah Logan, she is gone, uh, and the only real female. On that side, that was on the active roster, and uh, that was uh, well. Besides one other one, we'll get to, but uh, but one that you know she was featured more on TV the last couple of weeks. Always fun to watch, and you know it's a shame that this and that's another one they didn't have anything for. Her, her husband is still there; he is still there, but um, but uh, Sarah uh, is gone right now. Always liked her character, and it's just. Uh, and she is out. Uh, referee Mike uh, Kyoto, who's uh, been with the WWE for a long, long time. He uh, he was the longest-serving person in the company to be released by the WWE yesterday. And, in uh, fact, uh, he started with a company. He was there during the ruthless aggression era. In fact, there's a moment with him where I think it was the uh, feud with uh, WCW where he, uh, he gave the people's elbow to one of the uh, referees. But he was with the company since the uh, late 1980s. And um, he uh, first worked Survivor Series in 1989. And then he, he left and he came back and 
1992. He was also the referee, by the way, when the one, two, three kid, when he uh, beat Razor Ramon on Monday Night Raw. So that's the long history of Mike Yoda. That's a long time. With the WWE, shame to see him go. Uh, also on the list, uh, Primo and Epico are gone. Uh, you know, you can make the joke like, oh, they were still there. Because, I mean, you would see them on TV every once in a while, maybe. You know, maybe some of these guys that we didn't see on TV, you know, worked the house show circuit. You know, they, yeah, maybe the, the curtain jerkers are or maybe, you know, the, the, this is one of the matches on the card. Uh, but they're gone. Uh, Mike and Marie Canales are gone as well. And... Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, Mike went through a lot uh, when he came back and, you know, WWE stuck with them and and wishing Mike the best and Maria the best and uh, <laughs> she played her character well on TV. Um, so, you know, that one, they, you know, they did NXT 205 and just wishing them nothing but the best. Uh, no Way Jose, who got destroyed on Monday Night Raw is gone. He was never really given a fair chance on Raw. I mean, he, he he did what he did. I mean, he did his job, but they didn't have anything for him other than dancing around with the conga line, which was uh, ridiculous. And and this is the one, this came out late in the day yesterday, which was uh, probably uh, the biggest surprise. Although, you know, we heard talks about maybe contract talks or, or, or what, so maybe that was... Uh, Maybe this is bound to happen, but Rusev is gone from the WWE. Yeah, so it's the worst Rusev day ever, and uh, Rusev has has, uh, been released in his uh, Twitter yesterday, because before we really knew he was gone, um, before WWE confirmed it, he just released a tweet that said, thank you all, Rusev out, and uh, man, you want to talk about and I'm mean, bringing Aiden English back into this conversation. Wasted opportunity. And, you know, when he first came out, you know, the gimmick and everything with Lana and, you know, being the bad guy that he was, you know, then he, he lost to John Cena <laughs> and everything changed. And then, you know, he still had the feud, whatever, you know, be Jack Swagger and then eh, John Cena again. And then, um, you know, but still, I mean, he came down in the freaking tank. At WrestleMania, which was like a really cool entrance. But after that, I mean, there was some silliness. And then they did the Rusev Day gimmick. Which probably took off bigger than WWE was ready for. Because they kind of wrote it, but they kind of didn't. And it kind of felt like, you know, like they could have let Aiden and Rusev run with this. And and for whatever reason, and maybe you know the gimmick was hot, and maybe the person wasn't. Uh, you can make an argument for that, where people you know people just like the chant was over, but Rusev wasn't. But yeah, but people can you know I think over time people like this guy. I mean, how could you not? I mean, the dude was talented, and uh, you know stuff with Aiden was like was like pretty cool stuff. And then um, you know it was frustrating because you had the match at Mania, you know the, the big match for the U.S. title. He didn't win. That was a match won by Jinder and. And you thought, oh, you know, and never really got it. And then, you know, then they break up Rusev and Aiden English, which just didn't make any sense because they wanted to put the focus on Lana and Rusev. And then, um, 
you know, we know how that went down. And then uh, yeah, they had the feud, uh, which wasn't really like, I think it lasted like, about two weeks or whatever, because it was like, okay, we're done with the Aiden, because uh, we didn't have plans for, you know, anybody getting over. And then Rusev did the silliness. Yeah, yeah, the back and forth with Shinsuke, and then they become partners. And, uh, you know, then they had the divorce and then the wedding thing. And it's hard to believe, like, that wedding angle was like three months ago. You know, with uh, him and Leon Liv Morgan and all that happening, which is now completely forgotten. And now they're working on an angle to basically divorce Bobby and Lana. And, uh, you know, I guess they didn't have that storyline going. I mean, not that they would cut Lana, but, I, you know, if that angle wasn't going out, would she be gone too? But uh, Rusev is gone. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, worst Rusev day ever. So, dude's got a lot of talent in him. Um, so some of these guys, maybe will end up in AEW, you know, uh, there's just a, a lot, you know, a lot of digest. I don't know if they have to sit out for 90 days before they can go anywhere, depending on the uh, deals of their release. But, uh, but that's, uh, some of the things that, uh, could possibly happen. So, um, yeah, that's, that's just tough. Uh, by the way, some of the other tweets that are going out, oh, JTG, by the way who was let go a number of years ago, he um, he tweeted yesterday. It says, you can't get fired if you don't pick up your phone. So but the JTG uh, was with the WWE for a long time that uh, people were surprised he was still there. Uh, other tweets, uh, Becky Lynch tweeting, today's a tough day for all of us in and who love the business. When this hardship is over, I hope we're all reunited, working together to make some magic in front of fans who make it all worthwhile. Other tweets from uh, Dolph Ziggler. Awesome wrestlers lost their job today. In the midst of everything going on, it may not mean a lot to you, and that's okay, but it means a lot to me. If you can, root for them. If you have a favorite independent pro having a rough time, send their info to a couple places you can email that. Um, Bailey tweeted, Today was a tough day for wrestling families everywhere, as it's been for everyone around the world these last few months. I share sadness with the fans. For our superstars and across the locker room for our friends on and off screen. Every single one of them have risked a lot to be here. But what's kept me smiling is that every one of these people I text today, their responses have been very reassuring. They're remaining strong, and so can we. Let's do our best to be there for one another, and let's embrace the pro wrestling brought us into each other's lives. Can't wait to make some more memories down the road. Thank you, guys. I love you all. So another tweet came from uh, Bray Wyatt. Of course, uh, his dad was let go. And uh, his tweet just said, yuck. That was it. Uh, Page writing, my heart is breaking for my wrestling family. Seth Rollins released a emotional video. And uh, and part of his tweet was, uh, this is an emotional day for all of us. And some folks need to vent for me. It's been a lot of sadness and contemplation and desire to unify and rally behind an industry I love. So that's uh, some of the... Uh, WWE superstars reacting, and um, you know we'll see if there's any more changes over time. Is there going to be another round of this, or in a couple of weeks? Uh, you know, we know we're not going to get house shows for a long time. You know, we got Money in the Bank, which will be done at the Performance Center, and all this, by the way, uh, just comes on the heels of uh, WWE being deemed an essential business in Florida, and you know maybe some controversy with that. Not going to get the politics of that with possibly a, a donation from Linda McMahon to the uh, Super PAC. But, uh, 
Uh, yeah, so uh, there you go. Quite the uh, week in wrestling, and, and it's tough. But, um, you know, with, with what's happening in wrestling, you know, you know, it's you're in the business to make money. I mean, and there's a lot of people infected by the coronavirus, but but that's but you're in the business to make money. And you know, you're in a situation where you're supposed to have this big event bringing in millions of dollars. That didn't happen. Something's got to get cut. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know how much they cut. I mean, I've seen, seen one report was like four million dollars, which was like somebody said, oh, that's the same amount they paid Goldberg reportedly for his two matches or whatever else. Yeah, I don't know, but. But, you know, the bottom line is it's a business and you got to make money. And it's unfortunate these guys lost their jobs. Hopefully when things get back to normal, I mean, I mean, obviously the, the furlough guys to come back, maybe they can re-sign some of these guys. That would be great. Maybe they end up in AEW. You know, maybe they're, you know, yeah, but there's just no, there's no independence right now. But maybe they'll pick up some gigs somewhere along the way. And it's, uh, it's just tough. So, um, you get, I, but I'm appreciating the uh, comments on our uh, Facebook page and everything. And um, um, Aaron said, Rusev, but not Lana. That's a low blow. And then Jim said, wow, Rusev, shame, AEW's gain. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, hopefully that guy's got a lot of potential. And that was probably the biggest shock of, uh, of all the cuts. Okay, I was about to wrap up the show, and as you can tell, I'm in a different room right now. And uh, so I'm in the studio. Late breaking news in the world of wrestling as we're getting ready to wrap up the show. The WWE has announced that Howard Finkel, the Fink, has passed away at the age of 69. He was uh, one of the longest tenured employees with the WWE. He uh, started in uh, 1975. He was a ring announcer in 1977 back when the uh, WWE was the WWWF. He became a full-time ring announcer in 1979. And then, uh, of course, you know, we, we knew him for all these pay-per-view events, uh, you know, throughout the 80s and 90s in WrestleMania and SummerSlam and Survivor Series. And, and uh, you know, that voice, so recognizable, just just so smooth. But uh, anytime a title changed hands, you know, when uh, – Hogan won the title, or, uh, you know, the Warrior, Austin. It was like, a new WWE World Champion, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was always, like, the coolest thing with the Fink. And uh, it's CM Punk bringing him back a couple years ago when CM Punk was uh, feuding with uh, Del Rio, Alberto Del Rio. And, of course, Del Rio had his own ring announcer at the time, and CM Punk... Brought out the Fink, and uh, man, oh man! Uh, the other cool thing about the Fink—not just the announcing of like title changes and the in the stuff, but is when at the WrestleManias, you know, they brought him out to announce the new Hall of Famers. That was always really cool because it just it just felt so classy. And uh, in two thousand nine, he was inducted into the. WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, he did some wrestling too. He had the uh, the feuds with uh, with Harvey Whippleman, which was really odd because he had the uh, the tuxedo match, which was like uh, maybe not one of the better matches. Uh, he had uh, the things with the X Pac. He helped shape Jeff Jarrett's head and hair versus hair match at SummerSlam 1998. 
And then uh, he kind of became a heel in the early 2000s and feuded with the Divas a little bit. Um, that's probably better left on set, so I'll just leave it at that. But just watch. It's just so weird because his character was completely different. But I guess, uh, you know, ruthless aggression. Uh, but, yeah, there you go. Howard Finkel, the late, great Howard Finkel, passed away at the age of 69. And uh, let's give uh, Howard a uh, a very well-deserved 10-bell salute. Rest in peace, Howard Finkel. Uh, by the way, um, we got the story up on our Facebook page. Philip uh, Kilgore said, sad day and sad week for WWE overall. He'll definitely be missed. There will never be another ring announcer like him. Definitely not. Yeah, a yeah, tough week uh, in uh, wrestling uh, with uh, Howard Finkel's passing and uh, many, many superstars leaving the uh, WWE. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it's going to be a while before uh, things get better. But... Um, you know, let's, let's, let's take what we have right now uh, one day at a time because we're all in this together. You always share your thoughts. You can email us, ESPR at FM99.com. And, of course, follow us on the Facebook page, ESPR99, and on Twitter. And thanks for listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, on TuneIn. And I appreciate the uh, reviews of the five stars. If you could do that, that would be great. And until in a couple of days, unless there's more breaking news, We'll be back for another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast and repeat.